the Dream Baby Dream podcast. Welcome back to the Dream Baby Dream podcast. We are ACTC. I'm Amy Krumah. And I'm Taylor Clements. All right, so we are back. We are very sorry that we delayed this episode. We Amy couldn't speak like Amy. She sounded like a sexy, husky lady. And That's nice. <laughs> um. I'm just trying to make you feel better. It sounded like I had a mouthful of marshmallows. <laughs> it still sounds a bit weird, but it's better than it was before. Um, so wow, it's a lot has happened. A lot has happened. A lot. We've been to Melbourne. <laughs> we went to Melbourne. ACTC went on the road. Interstate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and we, we left our mark. <laughs> we wrote <laughs> we wrote Dream Baby Dream on a few surfaces. Yeah. Um, Not graffiti. No, no. It was welcome. It was yeah, we were yeah. we were told to write on yes, those surfaces. Yes. Probably not anything to do with Dream Baby Dream, but <laughs> sorry you turn. Sorry you turn <laughs> for hijacking your exhibit and making it about us. Everything's about us. Everything's about us. Um anyway, Melbourne. Melbourne was really, really fun. It was really fun. Um, what was your favourite part and your least favourite part? Oh, that's a good question. Um, my favourite part was probably that pizza that we <gasps> scoffed on that before we went pizza. to exhibit mm. that we waited like 20 minutes before and were late to the event for, but it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, least favourite? Least favourite was probably Taylor and I fighting <laughs> <laughs> okay i think fighting is a stretch it wasn't really a fight well, i was asleep for most of the fight so <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just took my least favorite bit and made it your least favorite mm. bit even though you have no reason for it to be your least favorite bit yeah, i'm the I one who got it. no sleep <laughs> okay so um for those who don't know amy is a monstrous snorer no, only when i'm sick that's right. what i want to reiterate to everyone <laughs> even my mum heard me napping last night and she was like you were snoring like you don't usually do that and I was like I and know I, I know you don't usually do that because we've slept together before and we've had no issues exactly. but literally this is what happened and I'm gonna can we include some of your snoring footage that in the pod funny. okay <laughs> I wanted to lose it I was gonna hit she her in the face me at one point she deserved to be kicked <laughs> all right because I was trying to nicely wake her up for the snoring, and she was blaming me. And I was like, bitch, I have not slept. No, How can you know I it be was? snoring? It was because, like, in my head I hadn't even been asleep. You know how you kind of, like, wake up and you don't realise you've yes. been asleep? It was that. So I thought I'd just been lying there with my eyes closed. And no, you were, you like, were laying stop <laughs> snoring. And Taylor sleep talks. So I was like, oh, she's sleep talking. No, I, I wasn't asleep. I couldn't sleep. And I was like, and then what happened was you must have drifted off to sleep for, like, a couple minutes. Seconds. And you had, like... The lightest snoring. It was just like, and I was like, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was my least favorite part. Um, one of my favorite parts is probably the Asian dinner we had on oh, the first yes, night. That, that was, was so, so good. Yum. I can't remember what the restaurant was called. Oh, no, super, soup, super food. Soup, no? Yeah. Are you sure? Super normal? Super normal. Super normal. I was like, super, super food? food. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that so. That sounds like a gross <laughs> Super normal. Um, this isn't sponsored, but if you'd like to sponsor us, then that'd be Delicious. great. Yeah. So many things I just never would have thought that I liked were... Oh. Like duck. 
duck. Yeah, I we, I, also, I told you we were getting duck, and you were like, I'm going to duck. It was like a spinach salad or something. <laughs> it was like a noodle salad. Noodle With spinach. kale. Kale. <laughs> kale salad. But yeah, overall, Melbourne was good. We do have to do a little bit of a shout out to some people we met down there. Some new friends. Um, it was a pretty wild night um, involving an ambulance, a broken window, I think, and yeah. a split open arm. But um, shout out to Tom and Jordan. Tom and Jordan, our new Melbourne friends. Thank you for the wild night. Uh, we won't forget it. Um, and I'm glad someone else got to experience Amy's snoring. Thank oh, you, Tom. sorry, Tom. <laughs> Quote of the week. So since my voice is still a bit... Uh, Sexy husky. Ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that I would... Let Kate Winslet tell you the quote this week in her beautiful uh, British accent. Don't compare yourself to others. Use your own voice because it is your own voice that will always be the one thing that you can go back to. Don't be judgmental. Just stick to your truth and go for it. Don't compare. <laughs> yeah, it's about to play again. That oh, was okay. That was awful. <laughs> 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 I didn't play that before uh, this morning, so sorry about the quality and also the inspirational music this time. <laughs> it was all planned, um, but you're welcome for that. Yeah, basically, use your own voice. Great, use your <laughs> own voice, not Kate Winslet's like <laughs> voice. All right, oh, awesome. Sick. Okay, obsession of the week. Oh, I haven't even thought about this. Neither have I. That's why you just. Off the car. Go What's for the it. first thing that came to your mind? My obsession of the week is Melbourne. I'm obsessed. Oh, I'm obsessed with Melbourne. I've never been there before, but I always kind of thought it would be my vibe. And I got down there, and I just—it's so much more expressive down there. And I, I felt so much more comfortable. And I—I I didn't. I don't know. It was just. It was great and uh, me being a barista I liked trying different coffee in different places um I just really liked Melbourne overall definitely want to go back for longer is my obsession of the week Ames? um yeah same same vein <laughs> same vein <laughs> same vein um ditto great awesome great good let's get into our guest of the week <sighs> his name is John Gunner Johnny G Johnny G for short he is resident dad at the warehouse mm-hmm he is a nurse. Mm-hmm. He's also a father, mm. a husband, mm. uh, a son, he, an on-screen boyfriend to Taylor. Okay, he, okay. He wasn't even a boyfriend. It was just, just one kiss. Okay, it was one kiss. <laughs> one fleeting moment of passion. Um, fleeting moment of passion. I'm sure Johnny's wife Sammy would love to hear that. Oh, on screen. Of course. Sorry. Yeah. On screen, um, Sammy. Something I don't know. No. <laughs> Sammy, okay. I love you. We love you, Sammy uh, and Abby. And Abby. Johnny <laughs> G's wonderful family. Okay. Without <laughs> you just that's something I want to bring up. My dad has informed me that it's not without further ado. It's without further ado. How embarrassing. Oh, Johnny, you knew that? And you didn't point it out to me. I've been saying that every week. I thought you knew and you were just making the, t- taking the piss. Oh, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> I knew. Without further ado. Well, I'm just going to keep saying it that way because I think it's funny. Okay. So without... <laughs> we're so sorry for this, guys. Um, here's our guest, Johnny G, John Gunner. Without further ado, John Gunner. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Sup. G'day. That's a good way to start. 
Let's just jump right in. Shall Have we, we started? Jump. Okay, great. Let's be going with that. We've started. Great. Can we just Stop. pretend like we never stopped? And, <laughs> and the intro has just flown straight in. Flown. It's flown. Because I'm obsessed with Melbourne as well. I yeah. was there the week before you were there. <gasps> and I loved it. What? It was fantastic. We just missed him. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that was on purpose. I feel like you Could've kept been. that secret Could've that you were there. Well, I flew business class. So oh, okay, right. right. Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> Anywho. And, and your quote of the week. When you said, Kate Winslet, I always thought it was going to be like, can you paint me like one of your French ladies? And I was like, of course I can. Oh, okay. Anyway. Anyway. Johnny G. Talk to so me. before we get into who you are, we thought we would talk about something very topical, which is... The Oscars, which happened yesterday. They did. And we wanted to talk about the most controversial um, part of the Oscars, which was Kristen Stewart not winning the Academy Award for Best Actress. She did a great job. She did a great job. She did a great job. And then there was the other thing. Um, what happened? Where Will Smith... Ha- Hans Zimmer uh, won an Oscar for June. <laughs> I love Hans Zimmer. That too. Yeah. Um, mm. And then the other thing. The other thing. Um, Will Smith, Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah. Pow. <laughs> Made me feel awful, to be honest. Me too. So I was at work and Chantal, who I work with, just stormed in. She's like, have you seen this? I was like, what? She's like, Will Smith. And I thought he had died or something. And she showed me. I felt sick, Mm. like the same. And then I had to serve someone straight after and I was so flustered. I was actually like, my fingers were trembling. It was really weird. I just felt so like nervous. It wasn't a good look. And I'm glad he's come out and apologised for it. But at the same time, that's never a good look. No. Mm. But Taylor and I were just saying, because obviously it's very divided, but we were saying... Why do you need to take sides? Why are the, why are there sides? They literally were both in the wrong. Like both... no one should be taking anyone's side in this. You can just step back and say they both did a shit thing. They both did something wrong. No one is right yeah. in this situation. Mm. No one is better in this situation. Chris Rock made a very insensitive joke that never should have happened, and then Will Smith re- retaliated in a way on live TV that in a way that should never have that should never happen no. on TV. Yeah. I know my dad said he should have done it backstage, but I was like. <laughs> Just probably well, well, I think he could have gone up to him and said, hey, mate, yeah. that's not mm. cool. Like, yeah. I get that, 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 you know, like what Ricky Gervais does. He, he hits everyone, but when it's a personal thing, making fun yeah. of someone's health condition. Yeah, I, I feel like there's, there's a difference between making a funny joke about yeah. someone at the expense of someone, but, ma- yeah. but making a joke about someone's health condition that you don't actually have or understand is a yeah. different yeah. scenario. And and so I think it, I think it may reframe... Mm. What next year's Oscars? Yeah. Look like. Also, Ricky Gervais's humor is very much poking fun at people for being famous, people yes. for being yes. like having this false sense of superiority. Whereas Chris Rock just went straight for like the attack. Attack. It was a personal, personal attack. Attack on someone's health. Yeah. We might get approached to be the hosts next year. We could. We like might. Like if this podcast of yours gets big enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I said we. Like, there's, three, there's three of us here. Uh, yeah, 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 of course. ACTC. ACTC. JG. <laughs> that doesn't have a great Well, maybe so you guys dumb. can host and then I can just sit on the stairs in case anyone's looking a bit shifty oh, coming up. Cool. I'll be like, hey, Good come idea. on now. Hey, come yeah. on Good now. Idea. So no one slaps us. Yeah. Yeah. Which people probably do. That's yeah. Fair. Probably. Um, the main thing that I was upset about is the fact that now this year's mm. Oscars is going to – the only thing it'll be remembered by is this slap. And so many, like, important things happen. Like, first queer woman of colour won mm. an award. And then Jessica... Jessica oh, fuck. Sorry. Can you speak? Jessica... Jessica Chastain won mm-hmm. for Best Actress. Not Kristen Stewart. But that's okay. She was also very deserving. 
There were yeah, lots of just, like so many good things to come out of this. Think about how years much that moment would have meant to her. Yeah, yeah. and it's it just ha- been overshadowed by this conflict between it, two it, dudes. It reminds me of the whole hey, you were great, but Beyonce deserved this. Yes, yes. It's just been overshadowed. You know, I think it comes down to a bit of toxic masculinity. And ego. A lot of ego. Lots of ego. A lot of ego coming out of the shadows. Mm -hmm. Johnny G actually did a really good episode on toxic masculinity on his podcast, which we will talk about later, but just wanted to plug that in there. Well, thank you for that free plug. (laughs) You're welcome. I love your podcast, by the way. Okay, so let's jump into... Our topic, which Our is topic. self-love. 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 Was yeah. that the original topic? No, it was self-confidence. Yeah. Okay, a little bit of backstory. We've actually had this interview before. Well, let's just say that I was like your practice first yeah. interview. Mm. Um, he was our training wheels. Yeah. And we've we, just gotten so much better since then. Since just gotten so much better. We're professional podcasters now. You are. Yeah. Are, you we, being, were you, were you, are you being paid? Which makes you professional. Um, I noticed you guys give away a lot of really good free stuff through your guests. We do. And I'm thinking, what can I give away? Maybe he could give away a... Uh, shooting lesson. Uh-huh. Gun shooting. Uh, oh. You do guns. Well, I have guns. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Johnny will shoot you. He tried guns. to shoot... Oh, he tried to shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> He tried to teach me how to shoot a lemon. That was because you were playing a zombie killer in a movie on my property. Yeah. And I was like, I can't have you running around not knowing how to hold a We shot a short film on Johnny's property. Did you actually fire a gun? Yeah. That's freaking awesome. At a lemon. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, I did not hit the lemon. The lemon is safe. What I was going to say is, yeah, now we've gotten... A lot better rhythm, mm-hmm. whereas in the first... We're going to play some of the first interview because there are a few little nuggets in there that okay. we liked. Like Freddie. Like, yeah, we'll get to we'll get to the dog story. The <laughs> dog. Oh, yeah, that's a good story. <laughs> that's a good story. Yeah. Um, but most of the interview was just us very methodically going through this list of questions and it was very stilted and it wasn't very conversational. So we wanted to... And because Johnny's such a charismatic person, I feel like well, we I didn't get... Plus it was late. It was like it was really midnight. Late. We're all a bit annoyed. And we had yeah. a pina colada. <laughs> yeah, and I don't drink, so that really. Oh yeah, that went. We forced Johnny's Johnny to have a pina colada. <laughs> um, but yes, now we're it's it's early in the day. We have class after this. So we're all excited. Yeah, yeah. I get to play a <gasps> former crack addict. We get to play a current crack addict. Yeah. Crack addicts. Yeah. This, is how, this is what it's like now. It's like, it's like you know, all of my old vices right now just oh. bang the microphone <laughs> and all of you guys. And I'm like, you know, helping you navigate. Yeah. Speaking of, Johnny, um, yeah. um, let's so get into self-love. Self-love. What is your opinion on self-love? <laughs> That's a really oh, question, Taylor. <laughs> um, we accidentally deleted all our original questions. So. <laughs> well, I'm going to assume self-love is like loving oneself. No. no. <laughs> Kidding, yes it is. Well, then you need to change the, uh, <laughs> the rating of the podcast. Um, I think self-love is a, is a, it's a nuanced thing. Mm. I think it's something that how can you expect someone else to love you if you don't love yourself? It, looking in the mirror at yourself is often the hardest thing to do because we're so critical of ourselves. We mm. see our flaws. Others don't necessarily see them, but we see them warts and all. Mm-hmm. So how do we take our, ourselves and step forward and go, this is me as I am mm. and I'll, I have self-love and expect others to embrace us when we feel judged, especially in an industry like this is. Yes. Mm. How do you find that 
self-love in your life has affected how you go about partaking in the industry? It was very hard at the start because you have so many insecurities, which at the moment I've just let go of. It's like Mm. I just do what I do and I expect to be critiqued and I expect to be... Uh, have constructive criticism but it's knowing that it's the performance that's being critiqued it's not necessarily me Uh, and if I make a bad choice well I learn from that and I readjust but I think it's about knowing and that's the hard part knowing that you're putting yourself into a situation where you are going to be critiqued Mm. judged um, judged with no feedback I know you guys spoke about uh, on your episode, I think about education, further education in acting, and it's like how you do something and you never hear anything back, and it's like, whoa, what is that? I don't even know if I did good, bad, or indifferent. Mm. And I think it's about knowing that whatever the result is, if you've done the prep work and those sorts of things, then you're doing yourself a service, and therefore you're giving yourself self love by allowing yourself to put the best foot forward. Absolutely. <clears throat> so for those who don't know, uh, which no one will because we didn't explain it, Johnny G is an actor. He's a mature age actor. Mature, yes. Sorry, I'm I didn't in know. My, I didn't I'm know. in my forties. I wasn't sure how to say that <laughs> delicately. Um, he's old. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Um, and so my question basically is, were you nervous as a mature aged actor to begin classes? Because, yeah, yeah obviously it's something that a lot of people start when they're young. Like, a lot of the kids here have started when they were, like, 15. Like, Taylor. Um, yeah. I was 17. I started after high school. Well, scrap that. Um, <laughs> the kids here. <laughs> I feel like for any career change, not that you're looking at this as a career, but there's a certain level of apprehension once you've reached a certain age where you're like, oh, I'm too old for that. You know, it's a waste of time, you know. So did you have any of those feelings? I think with my life in general, I was late to a lot of things. Mm. So I was a mature age student when I back, went back to uni. Okay. Um, so if it was up to me, I still would never have done acting. I would have been too scared to take that step. And it was my wife who bought me the beautiful Mama G, who you mm. guys know. Uh, who bought me a beginner's class and said, you're doing it. And, and it came off the back of I was in a pretty dark place in life. And it was because I was afraid to do the things, I guess the things you're most scared of are the things that you should do. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid to take that step. And so she said, you've always wanted to do this, do it. And I remember walking into class going, I'm such a phony. To make matters worse, two days before the first beginner's class, my brother-in-law had died. Oh so God. I was like, oh my God, I've got the perfect... This is going to sound insensitive, but I don't mean it to be. I've got the perfect reason not to go. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, if I don't go on the first night, I'm going to be a week behind. I'm going to, and I'll, I'll never go. Mm. So I forced myself to come. And I remember walking in and seeing a bunch of ordinary people mm. um, who were putting on brave faces like I was. And Everyone was faking it a bit, yeah. if that's a, a fair way to say mm. it. Like, it's like, oh, you know, I, overacting, all that sort of stuff. But it was the first class and yeah. it was cool. And that's been a nearly six-year journey wow. to where we are today. And now you're in the invite-only advanced oh, acting for the screen with Phil Holder. Yeah. Look at you. Look yeah. how far you've come. And it's funny that you said that your brother-in-law dying was a perfect excuse not to come because something I've learned... 
throughout doing classes is when you don't want to come, that's when you need to come the most. Mm. We do it all the time. Like Kayla, even today, she, I picked her up and she said, if we weren't doing this fucking podcast, I would not be coming to class tonight. <laughs> She's like, if it wasn't Euphoria, if we weren't doing the podcast, no, nah, I'm just like so done. Mm. And I bet we're going to have like a great class tonight. Mm. And like this pod has already been will. great. Of course we will. Yeah. Like, yeah. Total disclaimer, it's because I, I feel really bad, not because I don't like acting or class or anything. Lazy. I, yeah, I'm just really lazy. No, I just, I had a very we long day. We have that. We have, like, it's it's a lot. And because we live in Brisbane, like, we have yeah. to travel way down here, but it's so worth it. It, it, mm. it is hard. And even for me, like, I live a fair way away mm. and I won't get home until 11.30. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then I've got to get up at five for oh, school and everything. And you can find all these reasons, but then once you're in the class and you've got those creative people around you, you love it. It, it's mm-hmm. a, it, it's such a great place to be. Yeah. Yes. It's like, I, it's one of my favorite places to be ever. Like yeah. I, I love yeah. it here. And if it's you're like, going through something, it's the perfect opportunity to work through that. Mm. Even like as a character or, mm. you know, when you put that into the scene and then you can just leave it there. And mm. it's like, yeah. It's like nice. a really good outlet. It's you just product. come and yeah. you, and you do your acting and then you, take a step back from your actual life for just a couple hours and you yes. get to be you get someone to be else. You yeah. get to just, you know. That's true. Mm. And you get to let go of a lot of those things that we're probably you holding do. up. Like I'm so angry at that customer who swore at me about my coffee this morning, which I'm referencing you, Taylor, oh, at the moment you. because yeah. you're a brewster. Oh, wow. And now you can bring that into ever. your character tonight and be angry mm. at that person and yeah. let that be your as if. Mm. For, yeah. yeah. Well, even she was saying the character that Taylor's playing tonight is Rue, who is a... A drug addict who mm. doesn't feel very good a lot of the time <laughs> and taylor doesn't feel very good right now i got in the car and i was like yeah great i can just channel how i feel right now into my character mm. <laughs> about it. yeah it's allowing you to connect more to the character mm. because and i'm not really an emotional person day to day but i'm it's it's good to have an outlet to be emotional if i feel like i need to mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'm not someone who goes to people crying or sad or any of that kind of thing I kind of just deal with it myself but being able to come to acting class and if I do have an emotional scene it's a great way to just let it out without letting everyone else know that I'm actually emotional (laughs) you know what I mean okay another question for Johnny G another question Johnny G yes (laughs) hold on it's coming to me it is coming it's coming the anticipation's killing me oh yes 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 Tell us about a moment in your life where your self-confidence has been rocked Hmm. and specifically maybe in a class scenario and tell us how you worked through that. Where my self-confidence has been rocked in a class scenario. So you mean here? Um, Yes. Well, yeah, this is an acting podcast. I'm trying to keep it kind of creative. I I think... um, when you don't do the work mm. and you come and you make a stupid choice and you look foolish. Yes. We've, um, we've been there a few times. Uh, <laughs> and it's plainly obvious to everyone in the class that you either haven't learnt your lines mm. or you're coming in unprepared. And that's a kick in the butt to say you need to be more prepared. Yeah. Has it really rocked my confidence? Probably not. Mm. Um but you still feel shit nonetheless. You, you, you do. And, and I, I think it's a lesson that you go, okay, well, I'm a big believer in don't waste my time. Mm, yeah. um, that's the one thing that I can give you that you can never give me back. And so I think it's important that you rock up and you do all the prep work and do that sort of stuff. Otherwise you can look. Yeah. 
And for you as someone who doesn't view acting as a career, you're probably the first person we've interviewed who actually Mm. doesn't view acting as a career. So it's a unique perspective. You've been doing classes for six years. So what is it about these classes that keep you re-enrolling every term? I like to act. So Mm. even though I've only been doing, I nearly copped a microphone in the eyeball. No, no. Um, Even though I've only been acting for six years, I've been playing the fool my entire life. (laughs) So um, the skills that I learn here, I transfer into my day-to-day life if I'm in the middle of a tough negotiation or something with an employer because even though I'm a nurse, I now work for the nurses' union. Um, they give me, it gives me very good transferable skills to take into other situations. Having said that, it's not that I don't want to act. It's just that right now in life, I probably can't. I can't mm. commit to it. With Abby in school, um, the beautiful Mama G is is she's the performer at the moment. She's a yes. voiceover actor. She's doing great. She's doing mm-hmm. fantastic. Recorded a new gig yesterday. Oh, I saw yeah. her little ad where she's playing the little uh, the like recyclables or something. Well, let's just keep an eye out for some more stuff. Um, so Sammy Gunner. The name will be up in lights. Sammy Gunner voiceover. Sammy yeah. Gunner voiceover. Um, so that's not to say that, you know, in a couple of years' time, and, and I think that's the good thing about being a bloke in this very sexist industry is that <laughs> I don't have an expiry date. Yes. Um, you just and, keep aging gracefully. Yeah, and so I can in a couple of years go, you know what, I'm going to cut back a little bit on work because I don't have the financial responsibilities that I do now and, and take those steps. Yeah. But I do love to write. Oh. Um, so I write a fair bit and I'd love to turn those things into little things. That'd be great. Yeah. Can you write us something to yeah, start? Yeah, write us some material. You give me an idea and I'll see what I can come A-C-T-C. up with. ACTC. Um, another question I had, which goes back to this being more of a hobby for you at the moment, mm-hmm. So you obviously probably don't put the same pressure on yourself that, say, Taylor and I would. Um, what's advice you would give to people like us or something that you observe in a class environment that we might be doing wrong or like our mindset? Well, I think, again, just to show that I listen to your podcast, mm-hmm. um, the job is the audition. Mm-hmm. Everything after that is fun yes once you get that gig and and i think it's i don't have to put that pressure on myself Mm. and so you might notice in class that i jam a bit i might go off script and have some improv and And do some fun about you Um, you have fun with it and you can tell and and i think that's just because i'm here to discover me as much as i am to discover who the character is and to enjoy it um so i don't take myself i take it seriously but i don't Mm -hmm. take myself too seriously while i'm yeah i feel like you're someone who's not afraid of getting criticism no no which i i'd like to say that i am but also when you're not gives me that look (laughs) 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 i I think i think there's some people who give really good criticism Mm -hmm. um that you take on board Mm. yeah um and I applaud the people who have got the courage to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Right, we're going to edit in the dog story here now. About Freddie. Freddie. I yeah. can't even remember it. All I remember is... Um... A pair of dirty panties <laughs> on the couch. In my couch. <laughs> in my couch. <laughs> um, okay, we'll air that right now. Yeah. So Johnny G and Sammy <laughs> sold me a couch. Huh? 
<laughs> they sold me a couch and it was a recliner, like three, oh, three seater, no. <laughs> a recliner, three seater couch. Um, and yeah, so they sold it to me, brought it over, helped me set it all up. And you it was shouted us ramen. It, uh, we, it was lovely. Yeah, shouted them ramen. It was, it was great. So we've set up this couch, we've had ramen, all good. So I think it wasn't even that long, maybe like a week had passed. And this is when um, I was with my boyfriend and... I was She's single, everyone. Okay. okay. <laughs> nice to get that plug in there as well. Did you, did you hear that, listeners? Taylor is very single very at the single, moment. Very However, we're not sure when this episode will be released, so don't take that as possible. Oh, yeah, gospel. don't hold your breath. Don't hold. She could be taken right now, but right now, right, right now, now, she's single. But right maybe. now, when you're listening, maybe not. Maybe not. Thank you, everyone. Um, back to the story. Back to the story. <laughs> so, um, I was sitting on the couch no sorry my boyfriend at the time was sitting on the couch I was in the kitchen and he turns to me and he's holding this pair of underwear that he's just pulled out of the crevice of the couch and it's this black lacy sexy pair of undies Mm, and very saucy he he said Taylor what have you been doing on the couch why your underwear why, why is your underwear shoved in the seats of the couch I turned to him and I looked at the underwear and I was like that is not mine. And he was like, what do you mean? And I even, I, I grabbed it. I looked at the size. It wasn't even my size. And I was like, this, this is not, and I just started accusing him of cheating on me. I was, I, was, I mean, oh, what else would you think? You know, there's a pair of black lacy underwear in the couch of my boyfriend's house. Like, what is that about? Mm. And then we came, he assured me that he does not have the energy for a, <laughs> For another woman um, while being with me, which I I believed him, totally fair. So I rang Johnny. Um, Sammy was brushing her teeth at the time and I FaceTimed Johnny in tears of laughter and I just asked him, I was like, Johnny, what were you and Sammy doing on this couch for her underwear to be shoved so deep in the Mm. crevice of it? Mm. They they weren't my underwear. (laughs) And, And what was your excuse? Well, it's not an excuse. It's the truth. Okay. So we have a toy poodle. What? It's Freddie. It's not where I was. (laughs) And Freddie, um, Freddie likes female knickers. (laughs) Actually, and he chews the groin and then hides them. (laughs) And so he taken these black lacy undies and had his way with them and then decided to hide them somewhere where he could get back to them later. And unfortunately for Freddie, he never got them back. They came, they came to my, to my house yeah. um, in, in my new couch, yeah. causing a fight between me, between <laughs> me and my boyfriend. They've been all over. They have been all over. Okay. We're going to wrap it up with Johnny G, John Gunnar. Gunnar. <laughs> oh, you, you, you didn't mention my daughter's podcast, me and my dad. We were yeah, doing, can we're you, okay, I was going to plug it at the end in the wrap up. Oh, were you? Yes. You can edit that out. Now yeah. we can edit wow, it. Oh, greedy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is called Me and My Dad Podcast. It is run by Abigail Gunner and John Gunner. Mm. And it is a fabulous podcast where Abby just randomly thinks of a topic she wants to talk about with her dad, Johnny, and they talk about it. And it's so hot. Wholesome. It's so raw. It's it. it uh, there's some fun episodes, but there's also some 
hard-hitting, heavy episodes, which I also enjoy just as much. She made me cry the other week. She did make you cry. I also cried. I I don't know if I told you that, but I listened to it and I cried. I was like, great. This is what I needed today. (laughs) And they're very natural because Johnny has actually stopped editing them, which he's encouraging us to do. Yeah. I stopped editing, so from go to woe. We have too it's much shit. Flowing. We need, we need yeah. to edit a lot we of our. <laughs> say a lot of embarrassing things. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to add Johnny and Abby's podcast to our show notes. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for thank coming you on for again. Coming back a second time. <laughs> That's really lovely. And thank you for being our uh, teacher, I guess, for that first podcast and giving us that feedback. You're welcome. That we were awkward. You the best. Did I, did I get feedback? I don't know. A little bit. You I were like, it's you... um, make it a little more conversational, <laughs> um, less like questiony. And we were like, okay, thanks, okay. like, Johnny. Like, <laughs> okay, but thank you so much for coming on. We love you so much. And I'm excited to Peace play out. Rue and Ali together. Yes, we'll see you cool. in class later. Cheerio. Bye. Thank you, Johnny, for coming on our podcast today <laughs> it's awkward because he's still in the he's room, still in the room. <laughs> he's been told to sit quietly so thank you johnny you're a joy to have on the podcast thank you for um coming back a second time and giving us another chance to be less awkward <laughs> we're still pretty awkward still pretty awkward we're going to smash into our goals of the week do you have any i'm actually oh I'm in the middle of a career change. (laughs) (laughs) Career change. Career change is generous. Um, I'd say like roles. I'm going from one retail shop to another retail shop. But like a bit higher up also. Becoming a manager. Well, two I see. She's been promoted. I've been promoted. It's a long time coming. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Actually, I've been... um, avoiding a managerial position for quite some time but it's just gotten so bad no it's just i'm at the point in my life where i want to get some savings and i want a bit more stability so Mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna cut it down to one job instead of three great and i'm gonna have um, for the first time in my life i'm going on a contract which is a bit scary a little bit scary but that's a little bit scary more money secure hours exactly sick pay oh that would have come in handy last couple of weeks (laughs) Um, so yeah, my my goal is to resign from my current job. <laughs> one of my current, jobs, of my current jobs tomorrow, which I'm nervous about. I've fine. never resigned from anywhere in really? person. No, I resigned from a fruit shop when I was 13. Over text, I was scared. I can't sell fruit uh, anymore, but no, guys. No, not because I just I stay at jobs. I stay at them for way too long. Yeah, you've been that made since you're like 14. I am. Mm. Now I'm going to be manager. <laughs> It's fine. Um, anyway. You've worked your way up. I have. Okay, so my goal is to resign gracefully and then begin my new role. Taylor, what about you? My goal is to... Amy and I both got callback auditions this week, which is very exciting for us both. So my goal is just to prep for that, get really into character, just be completely confident in my ability and give it my best shot. And I am excited to get to play the character again because, as we talked about, that's what it's all about playing the character playing the character our job is to audition and it's going to be a cool little workshop audition yeah we're very excited we're very very excited Mm. for that and if i don't get it i hope you get it and if i don't get it i hope you get it and if both of us don't get it i hope hope no one one gets it we're really supportive (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) so we'll jump right into our small business of the week Mm -hmm. which this week is pippa's pantry pippa's pantry pippa's pantry is 
owned by my brother's ex-girlfriend. Pippa. <laughs> Pippa. <laughs> and my friend. Um, and my new friend who I worked friend. for. for yeah. Day. Two days. Two days. Two days. Uh, she employed us for a little bit. Four hours, I think Four we hours. did. <laughs> we helped her out with some, selling some cupcakes because that is her business. Uh, it's actually, it's a vegan bakery. So it's 100% vegan cakes, cupcakes and cookies. Um, she has pippers.pantry on Instagram. I say small business, but she's got over 20,000 followers. She's a large business. And I was there when she was trying to decide the Instagram name. <laughs> we were at Sizzler. It was, I still remember it vividly. And now to see her. It just, must be a while ago because Sizzler doesn't exist. Literally. <laughs> I think it was like 18. Um, so she's done this all on her own. She bakes completely on her own. Um, so Pippa, you're welcome. I actually didn't tell you we were doing this. But I'll send you a We message. will tag you and Get put you in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and we also have an artist of the week. Artist of the week, which is another ex. <laughs> Amy's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Jack Shannon, um, who I also haven't gotten permission from, but I hope he will and let me play one okay. of his songs. If not, it'll be someone random, probably Olivia again. And that'll be awkward. But I've just <laughs> mentioned my ex-boyfriend. So it's either Amy's ex or Olivia. So there you go. Okay. Um, but if it's Jack Shannon, I'll tell you a little bit about him. So Jack Shannon, I've just pulled up an article written about him. And it says, The Brisbane musician explores alternative rock pop melodies with his songs, often infused with personal lyrics. <laughs> Shannon's influences include Arctic Monkeys and Catfish and the Bollerman. Oh, great band. Great. The British rock angle evident in his own creations. I'm not sure which song we're going to be playing, but I can assure you they're all great and you should give him a follow on Spotify. We will tag that in the show notes. And now... <laughs> His song. Without further ado, this is Jack Shannon with unknown title. <laughs> and that is it from ACTC. We just want to say keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Johnny G? Dream on. Bro, that's not oh, the, like that. the tagline. That's cool. All right. Dream on. Oh, keep dreaming. <laughs> you weren't always there when I needed you to be. Sometimes you saw, but you never really see. How much you meant, how much you meant to me Tell me. Why don't you tell me? 